Cowboy Stadium, can you hear me? I want you to listen to me right now. This place was built for you and for football, and it's about to explode. Today is not about the past. It's not about the future. It's about right here, right now. Our players are about to take the field and put everything on the line. All the work, sweat, pain, and tears that they have poured into making themselves ready to win. When the Cowboys do that, they need to know that you are with them. We are all here together. One heartbeat, one purpose, one goal as family. We know the only way to achieve the ultimate goal is as family, together. For today, on this field, legends will be made. Legendary moments will be captured. So stand up, scream, and make sure the boys feel you. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Jeff Needs Sports. This is 15 Minutes On, Hard Knocks, Dallas Cowboys. This is episode four with my man, A.B. A.B., what's up tonight? What's going on? Man, I'm excited, but it's kind of a bittersweet moment because we just got one more episode left. Ah, no, man, it is, it is. All, like, all week I kept thinking, now, nah, we're, we're, this is only on episode three. It's only episode three. And then I'm watching, you know, I'm watching Hard Knocks and I'm like, wait a minute, they're playing the last preseason game and then it's episode four. And I'm like, oh man, this is episode four, but that's all right. We're going to make the best of it, man. Uh, this, this has been fun. I like, I like how we're building up. I like, I like uh, building the you know, partnership between me and you. So uh, I think we're ready to go. Absolutely. Uh, I'm ready. This was, this was a weird episode. I, I touched on it with you before the show started. The, the first thing I said was I was afraid because, you know, we all know last week that C.D. Lamb tested positive for COVID. You know, COVID is back in the sports world. You know, no surprise here. And and I even text you like in the middle of the week that like, man, I think we're going to have to do it's going to be a COVID episode. It's going to be like last year. You touched on it. L.A. Rams, L.A. Chargers, uh, a lot of Zoom calls and things like that, which not not being negative, but it's that's a different way to watch football. So I was concerned about this week, but, um, you know, full disclosure, they kind of got, they kind of got through that barrier and handled it and moved on. And we had a pretty good episode. Don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Like I, like you were saying, I thought it was just gonna be a straight COVID episode. We're just gonna see zoom means. I'm like, man, this is, I'm like, I I was dealing with that last year. I don't want to be like, yeah, go back. <laughs> I was the same way when it started, and and they might have done that on purpose. Which, once again, I don't. I would not pretend to know like who produces and directs and everything all the hard knocks over the years. But whoever's doing this one really, really has their like finger on the pulse of what we're watching because I think that was intentional. So first of all, I, I had to say this: we started with the giant telestrator on the screen. Um, Joe Philbin's boy is a coach for the Cowboys, which I didn't even know until this show started and they're doing the zoom call. But what I noticed most is I need this telestrator, man. Like he's got like a hundred inch TV screen. He's circling players. He's, he's drawing oh. arrows. Like he's breaking the, the film down. And I'm like, that's it. That's all I need in my life. Like I don't need paid for it. I don't need anything. I just need that telestrator to be, um, dude, it was that that place is so dope, man. It was. It's like how he was doing that. It was like some John Madden moments or something like that. Yeah, but 
uh, on this giant screen. Like, I love that. And then he goes into the, you know, he goes into the zoom call and explains the COVID thing. They kind of show the, you know, the isolation of the stadium and all that. And that's what, you know, I mean, you touched on it. We're like, I was like, okay, here we go. Like, like I was already, cause I do my notes as I watch the show and I'm already, you know, typing up my notes, like, okay, be like, how are we going to like, I'm thinking of how me and you are going to handle this, how we're going to spin it yeah. and all that. And then, uh, you know, sure enough, man, like they, they tested everybody. They, you know, did rapid test. A few of the players were out. They brought everybody back into camp and it was like, okay, now we're moving on. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's also kind of symbolizes how like America is a, you know, doing it this year. Like we've kind of figured out like, you need to do this. We need to do this, and let's let's keep pushing forward. So I, I was I was ecstatic when they're like, everybody come back in. And I, I, you, did you take a deep breath? You had to. Yeah, I was like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know how it was, like, but when they <laughs> seen, I started seeing the players and the feet walking in. It was I'm great. Like, yes, I'm they like, did. They're so like I said once again, they're doing a great job with. Um, you know, the, the video, the cinematography, the slow motion, uh, the music, the, the sweat, all that. I'm really enjoying just the production of the show so far. And then they get into, and it goes right into like, you know, everybody's back. And this was the next thing I said. And I know like, you know, more about it than I do. I only, I've only been to Texas one time and I try to tell everybody I was there in early September for a Buckeyes slash Cowboys weekend. And I try to tell everybody, like, I know, I know I'm trying to tell you it was hot, but I can't explain what this heat was like. And that's the, the beginning, <laughs> the beginning of this, uh, hard knocks when they're showing the guys sweating and they're complaining about the heat. That was the first time that like, it, you know, was expressing what I felt when I was in Texas. So I, here's what I said to you, the heat. So, I mean, just like it, it was hot, man. Like the players are hot. Everybody's hot. I, I was miserable watching that. And I know you're, you know, you're closer to, you know, you're, you're in it. You're yeah. in it, bro. It, it is. Hell. It's like, it's the dry heat. You get like once in a while, you get a nice little wind. You got like embraces for those 15 seconds because it just goes straight to heat. And you're like, oh, you got to drink a gallon of water before you get out there because you, you just walking out there, you just instantly start sweating. It's like you don't even have to move, but dude, it was unreal. We we stayed we stayed right there in Arlington, and I if anytime I travel, I always jog when I travel, just so I can be like ah, I jogged where I was. So the morning of the Buckeyes game, which would have been Saturday morning, I get up and I'm like, I'll just go for like a you know I don't know a couple two three mile run or whatever through Arlington. Holy. Well, I got back and I'm like, that was one of the first times in my life that I'm like, I think that was a mistake. Like it was one, it was just one of the hottest places I've been on earth. And when I was watching those guys on the practice field, the, the fact that they even still sweat is a credit to the training staff, because I don't know how, I don't know how you keep any moisture in you when you're doing that. Like that, that none of, just so anybody knows that none of that's exaggerated. Oh, it it's, is, not. <laughs> it's just just sweltering heat, man. There's no CGI in that. That's that's real sweat. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Dude, that man. was miserable. So then, of course, this episode was a lot about you know discussing you know the young guys, the guys on the fringe. They've been they've been building up. They've been building up the guys on the on the roster cut. That that's what this whole show's about. Like we know, like Zeke, they they show him. You know, he's never really like we know Zeke's going to make the team. He's fun All to right. watch. 
you know, the whole Dak thing without him throwing, which I have, you know, some questions about that here in a minute. Um, but Dak's really not part of it. You know, CD, all those guys, we know those guys are going to be on it. I think they, they've done a great job, you know, with uh, Parsons. But um, they really focused on, like, Quan Hardy. Um, what's the uh, – the, uh, Yeah, Isaac. Uh, Alicone. Al- you know, him. So they did a lot about Quan and, and uh, his, you know, trying to make the team and the desperation to make the team. And I get it. And the whole time I'm like, it's I – don't, I don't know if you could ever express to somebody – you know, what it's like to try and make a football team. I wouldn't even fathom what that is like, but the pressure on him is, you know, what, what do you think? I I had this question in my mind. Do you think the pressure on a guy that's on the, on the cut line is, is, does, does that even compare to like, say a veteran trying to win a Super Bowl? that, you know, like say a guy's, played 10 years and he's he's trying to win the big one or does that com- what's what's that like compared to a rookie trying to make the cut like to me a rookie trying to make a cut i can't think of any more pressure than that in 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 my life i think that's even a higher pressure than the vet trying to make it i do too because he's been there he's solidified he's just trying to get that ring so and he he's paid see. yeah he's paid like, let's be honest these these it, players that are rookies uh these UDFAs that they're they're not guaranteed money. It's just mm-hmm. like they're trying to get a check, or if not, they're going back to a nine to five or trying to squeak their way into another roster. That's that's the that's their two options, right? Yeah, the whole time, man. I, I'm feeling for Quan. Like I like I like the guy, but I also told you, like I've at that point, like because I I put my notes as we're watching. I'm like I have zero faith that this guy's going to make the roster, even though he's trying and you yeah. know Zeke's tagging him on and all that. I'm just like I I just don't know if I see it. And then, um, so then they then they go to the the next segment, and this is where um, Amari Cooper and Trayvon Diggs kind of get into it. I love this oh, because these are these are two starters in the NFL, two good starters, um, by the way. And they kind of get into it, and then they do this little like three minute montage of Cooper going after Diggs. And this is this was a question for you because I don't know um, how. Like I said, not not a great show for Diggs. That's that's all I said about it. Yeah. Was like that's not great for Diggs. I'm like he can't guard Cooper. So how do you feel as a Cowboys fan? Are you really happy that you got Cooper, or are you a little nervous about Diggs? Uh, I'm happy about Cooper. When it comes <laughs> to Diggs, you know, then top it off, they're both from Alabama, so you know that competitive nature is in a kid right. for sure. But uh, yeah, you got questions. It's gonna be his first. It's his second, his sophomore year, but he's going against some of the, one of the best receivers out in the game. So it's a it's a challenge. But then you know, corners are gonna make mistakes. They're gonna have their bad games and they're gonna have their good games. Like it, it's better to challenge the best player on the, your team. Yeah, and it's impossible. And honestly, like I keep saying this, like as an analyst, it corners don't cover one on one anymore because it's impossible because you can't you can't use your hands. You know the 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 pass interference calls goes goes against you. So it is there. There's no such thing as a shutdown corner anymore, just because you can't. Like if if the ref decides that day that you can't, you know, he decides what your you know um, limitations are. So I, I did feel bad for Trayvon on this. And once again, the video editor can make it look however he wants. But the other side of it is Amari Cooper looked really good. As a matter of fact, 
we had a draft last Sunday and I actually drafted fantasy draft and I, I'm not a fantasy football guy. I went ahead and drafted Cooper because I just think that like this might be his Julio Jones year to where he has 111 catches or something like that. But um, I've, I've really came away from this series of, I, I like Cooper a lot. Once again, um, everything they showed about Dak in this segment, every scene he's in that guy, that guy checks every boxes, man. Like if, if I'm a fan and, and you can, you can tell me if I'm wrong. I'm, I'm so happy that Dak is my, my quarterback. He just, everything he says, everything he does, like he just, it, it's just, it's just amazing. I'm like, no, this guy gets it. Like I'm, I'm all in on Dak. How about you? I'm all in on Dak. Like, like you could tell the difference from last year when Dak was on the team and then when Andy Dalton, all the other Huge quarterbacks, difference. et cetera, like the, his teammates are dialed in when he's in there, but everybody else is like, uh, I don't, I'm not fully confident in who, who the next quarterback is. Like everybody like dials into Dak when he's talking and never everything he's saying. Like, yeah, I totally agree. Like I've come away, um, you know they did. They did Mike uh, Micah Parsons. They did that little um, connect four scene. Okay. First of all, Parsons and Van Der Esch. Uh, I need a buddy cop movie right now. Yeah, like, I, can I just. See that. I, I like. I like. I because I've always liked Van Der Esch too. Like I respect just how kind of how he plays the game and how he sees the game. Mm-hmm. And if you combine that with Parsons' ability, uh, that's an unstoppable force. I mean, they, that's a real. I think I think they we'll talk a, just a quick X's and O's right here. I think Vander Esch and Parsons play off each other because I think if Vander Esch can trust that other guy beside him, I mean let's face it, most defenses are going to be four two five this year. That's just wow. the way it's going to be. Everybody watched the Super Bowl. You need two good linebackers. That third linebacker has become that the third linebacker has become a nickel nickelback. Like it's going to be a person. But if Vander Ash can trust Parsons and Parsons can go do his thing, it's going to make them both better. So I kind of like I, – I thought that was really cool to see them. I've liked everything I've seen from them this far. You you have to be excited about oh. Michael Parsons going into the season, bro. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> Every time he gets on that field, it's, like, he, he just jumps off the screen. Uh, it's Whether it's whether, – whether, I mean, whether that's what I mean. Like whether it's – like first of all, his mom's food looks great. So – if Miss Parsons wants to invite us over uh, for for dinner, I am all in the mac and cheese, like all that. I was I was just I was totally uh, I, I was so hungry. Like I no, this is a true story. So I'm watching it, <laughs> and I had I had leftover macaroni and cheese in the fridge. It's three in the morning. I paused it. This is a true story. I paused it. I went and heated up some macaroni and cheese and ate it while I was watching the second half of the of the show. I am not exaggerating. So, Miss Parsons, you want me over? I'm all in. I've been a fan. I've been a fan the whole time. But seriously, like you, yeah, I know you're excited about those two. Um, so uh, we're going to get into a little bit of what this show is focused on. It's focused on um, Kamara. It's focused on you know we did we we talked about Quan Hardy. And uh, the uh, gentleman from Monterey, Mexico, Isaac Alarcone, I believe is, is how he would say his name. The show really focused on them a lot. Um, now, keep in mind, when the, the show came out Tuesday night, the, cut ha- the cuts had been made. Mm-hmm. So me and you talked about this, and we decided 
there's no reason to act like people don't have Google. There's no reason to, there's no, there's no reason to patronize people. Everybody knows what happened. So my thoughts to you were like, I think Alicone makes a roster. I think he did like play good enough to make a roster. Um, Kamara, I thought was the one that I love his story. I love his mom's, um, all that that they did. But when you watch Kamara play, did you think he was going to make the roster? I didn't think he was going to make the roster. Like he's a try hard player, but it's just like, he's so light. He's 235. He's just so light at that position, bro. Um, And in today's NFL, there is a spot for that, but man, that's a very specific spot. You still have, at some point you have to be able to take on a blocker. And I think that's his, that's the holdup. And I don't really think at his size, I don't think he was really fast enough. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're going to be an under, if you're going to be Devon Miller, then you got to be Von Miller. Like you can't be, you can't play like Michael Strahan and be the size of Von Miller. You're going to get pushed around. And that's what I saw a lot. Um, You know, they, they gave him a ton of attention and I, you know, that's why I said, I was like, he's not making this team. I'm not saying he's never going to make a team or whatever. Right. I don't, I, I don't know that he can't be a hybrid safety or something. Um, you know, we saw Jamal Lewis is getting paid. He's the highest paid safety of all time. And he's essentially a linebacker now. Like the game changes. I'm not saying Kamara doesn't have a spot, but that was one. Uh, Quan Hardy. I just with with Pollard and, and Zeke and stuff. I just didn't really see a spot for him. And then, of course, like I said, Isaac Alarcon. I was like, I think he'll make a roster. I didn't think it would be the Cowboys roster. Um, so here's what we know: uh, none of those three made the Cowboys roster. Like, is it fair? To, like, is it all right to say that now? Yeah, it's okay. it's definitely. It's, I, I they were just really understandable. Like, I, I like I should have said spoiler alert. If you're waiting for next week, I'm sure that they're going to make a big deal out of those three not making a roster. But anybody knows. So. Uh, out of those three, do you think any of them make a make a an NFL roster anywhere? Uh, I think out of Isaac is definitely going to the Cowboys because he's on the international. Uh, yes, uh, yeah. talk about that a little bit. Like they get one year after they they uh, uh after they rookie year to get back on the team for a year, and then it's the team's opportunity to sign them or just let them go and then they're basically just like any free agent any team could pick them up for just the uh the minimum or whatever they want to pay them he's essentially a red shirt let's just yeah. call it a red shirt that's red the easiest shirt. yeah it's so easy ways. so i think he's actually in good shape like I, that's exactly what i would have done with him like he's got the body type he's he's got a lot of skills especially at guard i thought he was a good looking guard honestly um and why wouldn't you why wouldn't you redshirt him? You know, there's it's the cheapest way. It's way cheaper than drafting somebody and then right. and doing the same thing. So, um, Kamara, you know, maybe a practice squad, maybe a special teams player that sneaks in later in the year somewhere. Um, I, I just guess. I don't I don't know what the skill set is because he also didn't he didn't appear to be a player that could just switch to like coverage. And so at that size, if you can't cover, I don't, I don't really know what the spot for you is. Even with today's NFL, like, you know, me and you talked about it. They're going to have a lot of stand-up linebackers in, you know, in the A gaps and stuff this year. Um, that's fine, but that's you, you can't keep a guy on your roster for two plays a game. Um, huh. he, he just, you know, great, great story. I, I, I don't know how it's going to end up, you know, if we're being honest. Um, 
Laquan Hardy probably will be on a practice squad somewhere. And then probably week 10, uh, you're literally just going to start running out of running backs. It's a 17 week league. <laughs> Your players are going to start getting hurt. Somebody's going to need a running back. And I, I can see, I can, I can see Quan Hardy popping up and having 200 yards rushing this year. What do you think about Quan and his contacts? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, the way the camera has him, he's like the the, the <laughs> joke, joke of the team. Not not in a bad way, just like, like they, oh, I need it. where are my contacts at? Or let me. They did the a good. Off. <laughs> but you know what? That may help him because huh. you know sometimes that's all a team will get to see. That may help him his personality and all that. Yeah. Um, uh, he had. Uh, I was once again when when he went out to eat. I was also hungry. Um, yeah, but. <laughs> I, I can I can see him popping up for a couple years on a practice squad. At, by the time he's done with the NFL, you know, six hundred yards rushing, two touchdowns, a uh, few tackles. The tackle was great. Hey, that's how Terrell Davis, man. We every, everybody knows the famous. I, I remember watching it to Tokyo Bowl. Terrell Davis, you know, gets a tackle. The next thing you know, he's in the Hall of Fame. Like that's that's how, you know. And Dallas Dallas is pretty solid at running back. So I don't I don't think every team has three running backs better than Quan. So I'm going to give him a shot. I, I really am. I was, you know, I think uh, so. good. I think he definitely got the shot. Like, even if he doesn't become a, a Hall of Famer, he could be one hell of a special team ace. Yeah. Like, I will say this, the announcer comparing him to Darren Sproles, full disclosure, Darren Sproles is in my top 10 NFL players of all time. I love Darren Sproles. So I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's let's go easy on the yeah, Darren Sproles. Yeah, they're the same size. That's it. Darren Sproles is pound for pound, maybe the best NFL player I ever saw. Him and London Fletcher, pound for pound. But that doesn't mean Quan can't do that. It does not mean that Quan can't do that. Um, and, I, and I hope he makes it. So, yeah, um, now it was cool, man. Anything else you saw in the episode or anything that you uh, – you're thinking about oh no i know what i'm sorry i had a question for you i know we're running long i don't care we've only got a we got a couple of episodes left here's a question i ask you this is this is on the football side of it the dallas football side of it does okay. does dak not playing quarterback because of the injury the arm and you know the i guess the lat injury um is dallas going to be ready when the season opens without dak playing quarterback in the preseason you said if he if, if they're ready if if Dak's not there. Yeah, well, I mean, without him, because you know he hasn't been able to throw all preseason. Are are they ready? Do you like? Do you feel comfortable with like, even though Dak didn't get a play preseason after missing all that time? Are are you fine with that? Uh, I wish he. I wish I, I wish he would have got into the games, but it, it that's still a worry. But I feel like they could dial, definitely dial in when it comes to the game day. Like they they'll be prepared. For this, uh, they're gonna there's gonna be some ups and downs in the beginning of, of the stretch of the season, but I think they'll definitely get it together. Yeah, that's I, my biggest thing is just like I'm like, man, him coming off, he, you know, he hasn't played in so long, and then he didn't get to throw. Because here's what I don't like about it, you know, Danucci. They focused a lot on Danucci. He did not make the team, which I don't. There was nothing. <laughs> I don't think you want him to make that. No, no offense, man, but I don't like to him, but. I don't think you want him to make the team, right? Like, like he just. Uh, so what? What I don't like is like the first team offense at 
best or even second team, they only get to work with the guy that can't even make the team. So it's, I, I always wonder about this of how much do you get out of practice when your starting quarterback's not there because Dak's a, he's light years ahead of these guys. Like the, he's one of these quarterbacks that it's not even close. You know what I mean? This isn't a Miami or a new England situation. Dak is light years better than his backup and, and especially the third string. So, you know, that, that's the reason I, I asked that. I was like, did the preseason, like, was it a waste of time? I guess is what I'm getting at. Uh, when it comes to quarterback, it was kind of like a waste because, like, the quarterbacks they brought in were, like, uh, you you know, like, if Dak was out for a couple weeks, I, I wouldn't trust these quarterbacks that were in. I like, I wish they would have took some serious consideration, like, just in case if Dak's out for a couple weeks, we got a, a quarterback yeah. right there in the in the helm that can game managed for, like, two to three weeks. And it looks like your ba- the backup's Connor Rush. Uh, Coop, think, uh, Cooper, Cooper Rush, but, Cooper but they – I know this will be a. It's not a spoiler alert, but they they got Will Greer. I did not know. I, that is a spoiler alert. I did not hear that yet. So breaking news right here. <laughs> now that's a great pickup. I like yeah. Will Greer a lot. I know he's an average quarterback, but I just kind of like. He seems like a guy that can that can handle the professionalism of it. I don't know how to say that. I don't think he's great, but I th- I don't think he'll also collapse so i did i did not know that so that's interesting and then he got a connection with uh doug nussmeyer our quarterback coach uh when he mm-hmm. was at florida so that connection with a uh, with a coach back in his college days maybe he can get the best out of greer just in case his deck doesn't make it no i, I like that, the way he's perfect. yeah i like i like that um well let's face it that's that's every nfl team like if their starting quarterback goes down nobody's okay with it. So it's not, it's not just the Cowboys that are concerned about it. It's every team in the league and some teams don't even have a starting quarterback. So um, that's true. Like uh, when you, you're, when you're a big fan of a team, you're just focused like, Oh, I bet no other team is dealing with this, but. Oh yeah. Yeah. I could. Yeah. It's, it's, it's every team. There's, there's not enough great quarterbacks to go around. Oh man. But anyway, I thought it was a pretty good episode. I thought this was a pretty good episode. We went long once again. I don't apologize for it. Um, we, we got one, we only got one left next week. It's going to be weird. It's going to be, we're going to be talking about cuts. We're probably rehashing a lot of the cuts. Uh, by the time we talk next week, we're going to be on the verge. We're going to be on the eve of NFL football oh, starting. So sure. maybe, maybe if y'all are really nice, I can talk AB and maybe we can do a little, little uh preseason preview or something like that maybe we can uh we can uh stretch this out a little bit more and okay. uh get some more content out of him how about that man i'm down with that Just let me know all right every ab tell everybody where they can follow you hey i'll go check me out on aaron b 901 on twitter and check out tacos and touchdowns podcast on all platforms you uh itunes anchor spotify and then many more. Absolutely. You can find me at Jeff Need Sports and offtheballnetwork.com. We got a ton of stuff coming up. Football season is in it, it, yeah, it's it's in full force, man. We're ready. Um, this was another great episode of 15 minutes on hard knocks. We got one more left, and um everybody have a great week. Enjoy the football, and we will see you soon. Thanks, A B. No problem.